and he's ready to go. Noodle on his left, chess on his right. Hey, hold up, don't start a fight. He's got you covered with all the sports. Don't fret, he's wearing shorts. It's time for waking Jake in the morning. Waking Jake at night. Jake sucks. Ooh, good morning, bakers. Good morning. Oh, man. Not looking good for me and BBD's Yanks. Opening line to the episode. <laughs> good morning, everyone. I hope, <laughs> hope you had a good weekend. It's a summer weekend, man. Holy smokes. It was hot in the Northeast. I'm assuming it was hot everywhere. I think it was hot in Cali, too. John was out there for a wedding. Lou Ellen's always out there, and she's always hot. Thanks to everyone live in the chat. Thanks for everyone tuning in. It was kind of a, a big sports weekend. I mean, Yankee Sox, NBA playoffs are rolling. If you're into New Age boxing, Mayweather versus Logan Paul. Not Jake Paul. Correct. Huge. Huge. Uh, you know, we might as well... Uh, rip the Band-Aid off. Julio Jones trade. It's exciting. Tennessee. Second round pick. They've got some talent. Things. Some Titans fans in my timeline excited. BBD, we're going to do some baseball. Probably a, a Yankee segment that I don't even know we're stumbling into yet. Uh, and we'll catch everyone up on NBA playoffs in a little bit, but first here on Wake and Jake, we do 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 do. <laughs> Got him. We do do the game of the night. Uh, you know, and BBD, we I, I don't think we fully laid this out there. The original intention was you're in your office <laughs> on Monday, which I had a couple of my buddies today was their first day back in the office. Shout out Andrew Grider. For the first Monday of June today or something. Riders of the storm, I guess so. Adds um, up. Last week was Memorial Day. So, yeah, I mean, I guess we're getting back to it. That, like, you know, again, as we see life come back to normal, people are going to be in offices again. Yeah. Society might just lose it. This could be the end. I'm close. I might snap right now. <laughs> <laughs> Loser loses his mind on YouTube. Uh, BBD, the original idea from the game of the night was like, hey, you know, if you got one game to catch up on, talk about it at the water cooler with your your boss who you just try to keep a conversation with and get the hell out of there. Or that one guy in your office who you know likes, likes sports, but he's 61 years old and doesn't like you, <laughs> but you got to survive the day. This is your common interest. The game of the night, I believe. The game of the night you should be talking about at the water cooler with your friends does tie to the New York Yankees and the Boston Red Sox Sunday night baseball. And BBD just realized this. And, you know, a couple episodes we've done them and had them. People have enjoyed it. We've got a burn 
for game three of the Yankees Red Sox last night. A lot of you people listening to this probably know and might have even heard it on Talking Yanks, but let's run it back. Yankees Red Sox, game three. Jake, on your mark, get set. Burn. Domingo on a Sunday, Herman and the Yanks try to not have their Richards cut off on the national stage as Garrett twirled the pill for Boston. Top one, Ver Verdugo, bump, ba ba ba. He might round out a Yankee killer outfield. It's one nothing socks, but these Yankees have some fight. Gary Sanchez. Calls him a Garrett Richard Skelsky with a big two RBI double to put the pinstripers on top. Bottom for the judge. Order some insurance payments on the RBI ground out. And it's a 3-1 Yanks lead. Oh, snap. That was lit as Lucas Litke gets hit. Red Sox trying to mar win as the Yankees live in fear of mar losing. Tied at threes. Yankees fans let out some bleeps. After the Yankees let in a bloop, Bogerts drives him home on the sack fly to take the lead. But like a good Glaber, Torres was there, a game-tying RBI. Smelly call on the Odor strike three. Bunos, Gantos were going to extras, and X marks the spot for Boston. Xander with the big two RBI double. It's 6-4 Sox. Tyler Wade to the wall of the infield, but an infield RBI single DJ puts it in play but no 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 Yankees lose 6-5 final uh, BBD you and I were at this game and the game game of the night was brought to you by Cushy Dreams how about it we love our friends at Cushy Dreams the Yankees are making their this might be a partnership Provided from the gods. Uh, Yankees fans need a lot of cushy dreams right now. It's smokable CBD. We got some on the desk right now. We've got the dream in bud form. We've got that. We've got the pre-rolled hustle. I might have to hustle today. Dad's a little tired. It's a late night last night. Got home about 2 a.m. Late night last night. It's smokable CBD. That means it's 100% legal. 100% legal, and I just mentioned they got the dream, the hustle, relax, create. If you got some sore joints, if you're trying to chill out, or if you're trying to kind of turn up up the knob a little bit, Cushy Dreams, they are the best. It's promo code JAKE, 20% off your next order. If you got a pool day or a beach day coming up, go get some Cushy Dreams. Try to hit that knob. Uh, or, you know, you're trying to work on your sleep a little bit, get your Cushy Dreams on there. Any end of the spectrum, Cushy Dreams, we love them. Promo code Jake, CushyDreams.com, 20% off your next order. CBD with BBD. BBD, we were at this game. We were in the building. We were out in, uh, out in right field, the second deck. We got, uh... When crushed to get with the song. Yankees uh, lefty power stroke. Yeah, get, get up to us. 
Yeah, man. Uh, okay, so we're probably gonna let out some Yankees thoughts, and that's okay. Uh, I'll I'll walk the people through it. We we sat in the second deck in right field, crushed by sun. The first inning, first inning, like wild. A, a feeling I haven't felt in a long time. Just getting pummeled by the sun. So that was a good time. Well, it was a nice, it was a nice firm after the first inning cutoff. Yeah, I mean, once the sun went down, it was kind of perfect. It was it was eating the frog. Like we did it, it got out of the way, and then it was done. Um, decent energy from the crowd. And hey, it was a game that the Yankees were in. You know, this game goes to extras, and they had some mistakes. They had some weird managerial decisions. Stanton doesn't start the game. Pinch hits later. Uh, I don't know, man. How are, how are you feeling, BBD? There's obviously a lot of stuff going on the internet right now about our Yankees. Ken Rosenthal uh, with a, a tasty little morning article. I want to... I opened it up. I'd like to read it verbatim for the people. Uh, Ken Rosenthal, you know, one of the most respected people in the game, uh, tweeted out his article, Column on the Yankees, it's not just one person to blame, it's an organization-wide failure. Happy Monday morning. Uh, so, BBD, we did, we did talk in Yanks last night, which is probably going to be one of our most listened to episodes because people like to drink the tears. Um... Where are you at? I mean, any any different emotions this morning or any shower thoughts that came through your head? Because I've got a few. Yeah. They're not great. I'm glad we could get Stanton one ice cold at bat. <laughs> yeah. It's so... F- the Stanton stuff really is, the like, the biggest thing. Yeah. It's like... Like, yeah, he got hurt, or, he got hurt this year. Had the quad thing, and it's like... He was our best player before that, right? Give or take a week or so of, of cooling down from his hot, hot streak, but carried the team for a week there at one point. It's just like the whole thing. The reason why he's not doing well since coming back is because he's not in a rhythm. And he also just is the type of guy that, that it seems like needs a consistent routine. And like the Yankees don't give him that. It just feels like a bad partnership. He's a streaky hitter, and he, like, needs reps. You know, if yeah. if you're a streaky hitter, you're either hot and, okay, stay hot, or you're cold and you kind of need to work your way out of it. And, like, the, and like the way he swings, too, it's it's very... So you need... You fall out of your, your rhythm. That isn't going to work. Purest timing swing ever. That's how he hits hits the ball so hard. Uh, literally the hardest hitter of the ball ever. It, BBD, you laid it out on Talking Yanks, another ad. Uh, so if you if you have no idea, like a lot of you do, a lot of you are baseball fans, a chunk of you are Yankees fans. Stan was hurt. He came back. Uh, he didn't do a minor league assignment, so he came back with the Yankees. So he literally he played one game, sat the next day. Uh, then he either played one and sat or he played two and sat. And then he did that again. And then this Red Sox series was supposed to be the first series that he was supposed to be full till, no limits. Uh, no limits besides that we don't trust him to stay healthy if we play the outfield. Right. You're right. So, yeah, the limit is DHing. <laughs> yeah, you'll get four at He'll play the position that we use as the off day for other guys. But. So he plays the first two games. In the second game, he goes 0 for 4, I think two strikeouts, ground out, whatever it was. He didn't, like, run the bases or anything. 
And they game an off day on Sunday. And you're like, okay, even if this isn't still full processing, their upcoming schedule this week. And by the way, Giancarlo Stanton, if you're even more disconnected, look at some picks. Like you'd think that's the most in shape man in the world. Yeah. <laughs> like he could be the most in shape guy in baseball. And we've we said this line before. I mean, you line up everybody on the Yankees roster and say pick which guy is is in the best shape and and probably stays the healthiest. That guy is in shape. I think the he'd be the family feud answer. Yes. And this upcoming week, so if if you don't get our frustration at all, you're like, well, I don't know, he was hurt recently, so it's just a day off, right? The Yankees have an off day today. Stanton took an off game before the series, so he had to DH three games. Pretty attainable. Off day today. The Yankees also have an off day Friday. Weird double off day week. They have a two-game weekend set with the Phillies. And then they have another off day. And by the way, I mentioned the Phillies. They're a National League team, so they don't have the DH. And Giancarlo Stan hasn't played outfield this season. Hasn't played outfield since 2019 playoffs. So including yesterday of... So let's see. Nine days? Nine days... Giancarlo Stanton is going to be expected to play three games, hopefully. <laughs> like, if we get that, that's what we think he should get. Right. And the Yankees, like, said he was going to play all three this weekend. And I guess he literally played, but. He pinch hit, yeah. One, at, one pinch hit at bat. A four pitch strikeout, and which I'm not like mad at him for that. No, it's it's he's not been a good pinch hitter in his career. Pinch right? hitting but is arguably hard. the hardest thing to do in sport. And when you're that guy, when you're asked to pinch hit, it's probably against the toughest matchup guy. Like think about where baseball's gotten to the point where all these relievers throw gross stuff, and it's you know it's nasty, and you only see the same pitcher twice a game. Blah blah blah. Pinch hitting now. Is probably the hardest thing to do in sport. Like people argue, people argue that hitting is the hardest thing to do in sports. Is it sport or sports? Probably sports. Sports. Plural sounds better. Yeah. Sports. People, sounds when people cocky. drop the sport, yeah. Sports sounds cocky. I think there's a certain connotation like that it. comes with the people that sport. Drop that. The hardest thing to do in sport. Uh, Grammatically, I think it, it's. Fine, you can go either way, but so hey, how about you come off the be bench? Come off the bench. Come see a guy throwing ninety six with a wipeout breaking ball, and give me your best shot. You haven't seen a pitch all night. I mean, I just retweeted the Katie Sharp stat because it's been on my mind. Giancarlo Stan, who again, this guy's got an MVP in the bag, um, and when he's right, he's a world renowned hitter. He is 2 for 29. That's an 0.69 batting average as a pinch hitter. 18 Ks, 29 at-bats. I mean, it's it's an impossibly tall task. So 
Let's circle back around again Because Stanton's not DHing for whatever reasons And people think it could be attached to this Judge DHs so they can try to keep him healthy, we guess yeah, Some chicken and egg stuff, I guess but. He's their best defensive outfielder So in this game, he is not out there And the Yankees make defensive miscues Including one in the right field area like The Bermuda Triangle uh, DJ LeMay who tries to make a play on it He does not um, If Judge is out there Does he call off LeMay and catch it? Hopefully, maybe, probably I would lean yes You'd hope so And so, you know I The, the way I tried to lay it out best Because I, you know When I first got into this And I had no idea what was what was happening Or what we were doing And the conversation first came up Of you know, how to grow the game How do you actually grow the game of baseball Um, and I've got a couple ideas I like I want every team to play each other every year Because you follow your team yeah, Get at least one series Like if you're a Colorado Rockies fan You I, I don't think Aaron Judge has played a course Or he played He might have played there like four years ago mm. So think about that You know, we we like our local baseball teams I had a great discussion Um one of my friends' girlfriends, I went to Hoboken this weekend, uh, and she lives in Philly. She grew up in Philly, Phillies fans. And they were talking about the 0809 Phillies. And she was like, I, you know, I could reel off every player on that team like Chooch, Ryan Howard, Utley, Rollins, uh, you know, Jason Worth. You know, she was running through the team, and it's, it's the perfect example of what baseball is good at in their local markets. You know, they do well When I was in Colorado, everyone knew Arenado Everyone knew Story, everyone knew Blackman So, if we're so good at being in local markets We should have teams visit each other every year So if you're a Colorado Rockies fan You could see Aaron Judge and say Wow, that is a mammoth human Who plays the game incredibly well That's really cool I like him I want to keep tabs on him that's unique. I've never seen that before. I mean, that's just one way to get the game better. Uh, the yeah. other, <laughs> the, the where I started this was, I think baseball has so many intricacies in it that we need to teach the kids so they can learn to love it. Like, you know, I, I always, one of my corny Jakey Yogi type phrases was On any pitch you could either see one thing Or you could see a thousand things And it's the infield shifting It's where the outfielder's standing It's the play before the outfielder Cut off a ball in the gap And by doing that That kept the runner on first And that set up the double play Or if the outfielder didn't catch the ball in the gap and then the runner's on second And then there's a ground ball to second That would have been a double play But now the runner goes to third Like Those conversations With the youths When they're learning And they're playing t-ball And all that That's when the game becomes sophisticated That's when you start thinking And it's Oh, I love You know I love to see Michael Brantley in this spot He's a good contact hitter Um Guy hits to all field Yeah, like explain why that's special And it, it, you know And baseball and especially the Yankees And this was the moment that made me sad yesterday Was, you know, there was a runner on third Tie game 
uh, one out. So the infield was in. So you're looking at the infield, and it's like, okay, you know, I'd, I'd love if it was hit to Geo or, or whatever it is. And then you look around the outfield, because that's a game as old as time. If there's a fly ball to the outfield and there's going to be a sack fly, who's got the good arm? And I was like, okay. I went left field to right, and I was like, okay, Miguel Andujar in left field. He'd have he to has a strong arm, but not he'd accuracy have to, in his game. He'd have to catch it running in, and you know he's got he's got a strong-ish arm. It would be interesting, Your but strength. I I don't really want to find out, to be honest. Tyler Wade, a guy this game. My doppelganger was in center field. Great arm for a second baseman. I think he's got an okay arm for an outfielder. Again, it would have to be a pretty it have to be a pretty shallow ball and it's a guy that's played th- four career games at center field, so you're not feeling great about it. And when I went to right field cuz I'd seen Judge in this game, I expected to see Aaron Judge and be like, "Man, a fly ball to right, Yankees Red Sox, national TV. This would be the perfect build up, the perfect conversation." And then it's Clint. Who's just a subpar outfielder He's got a strong arm He doesn't know where it's going <laughs> He hasn't really put a lot of throws on the target He's rarely in uh, in full control of where it ends up Like every, strong, though. every pitch in baseball So we, you know, last playoffs We did the, the win the pitch shirts And when the Yankees were playing And we were doing our live streams We kept saying win the pitch, win the pitch Each... Pitch in baseball has a winner and a loser And the game moves back and forth so instantly And you know a fly ball to right in that situation If Aaron Judge is out there Is a win Like if if the Red Sox had hit a fly ball to right field And Aaron Judge is there Our chess move worked That's what our right fielder is really good at he has a great arm, an incredible arm. But instead, that was taken away from him. And, you know, I haven't read the Kenny piece. I opened my athletic app, and I'm pretty sure I have a subscription, but it said I didn't. So now I'm in one of those. Do I get another one, or am I whatever? Man, the Yankees organization, which I think Ken Rosenthal goes in on, just has these... Sl- Little step-by-step things that they keep missing You know, the Yankees were 8-0-2 in 10 series And then they lost one at home to the Blue Jays And it was a doubleheader, and it was whatever Rookie got his first start, he looked good First time seeing a guy You know, we we were there when the Yankees lost the series And then they won the second game of the doubleheader And the crowd and the fans, when we realized they lost their first series in 10 series It was kind of like, all right. The Blue Jays are pesky. It's a weird doubleheader. Yeah. Whatever. Rain outside. There was funny business here. They go to Detroit where, and I we saw our buddy Ed at one of the games recently, and he summed it up best. Like, y- you got to steamroll the bad teams. Like, baseball's kind of a ridiculous sport. If you go 500 against the good teams, which there's probably 10 in baseball right now, even if you want to split it down the middle and say yeah. 15. And you go 500 against the top 15 teams in the league But then you roll up on the bad teams And you go, you have a 700 winning percentage or whatever it is Yeah 
you're a really good baseball team. Like, you are. And the Yankees, they get swept by the Tigers because they want to save all their good players for the upcoming Tampa and Red Sox series. They split with Tampa. They, they were out, thoroughly outplayed. They were lucky outplayed. to get a split. They were happy to get a split. And then they come into this Red Sox series and they get beat up on. So I'm interested to see. Uh, I do believe, <clears throat> hey, it's June. Like, you know, we'll see how the rest of June goes. We'll see if who comes back and, you know, Zach Britton's supposed to come back and maybe Luke Voigt at some point and, and we'll see who else. I do believe in ripple effects in sports. Like, if Luke Voigt came back and he looked good and Stan was hot, like, then you just added... Two massive power hitters in the middle of your lineup, and that can change the whole feel of a team. The defense, I don't know. It's going to have to be a trade or something, and we'll see. There's a couple options out there, but I don't think it's going to happen soon. And we'll see what else. We'll see what else. We'll see if, if this continues, if any coaches' heads roll or anything like that. The Yankees aren't, haven't been known for that for a long time. I believe they haven't fired any coach mid-season since 1990. So, so that's not looking good. So my whole life and then quite a bit. Yeah. And, hey, this is the sick part of baseball that, you know, the Yankee fans kind of almost don't want to let their heads go to. But, I mean, you know, this, is a, this has been one of the Yankees' biggest problems in a few years. The Minnesota Twins, who they're playing next... I mean, their disaster is worse than ours. They were supposed to be one of the best teams in the American League. They the, were favored to win their division the, too. The Yankees are thirty-one and twenty-nine. The Twins are twenty-four and thirty-five. Coming into a series with two ex-Yankees pitchers, so if they shove against the Yankees, that's going to sting. Then again, we could we could be here in a week saying the Yankees beat up on the Twins. The Twins stink. And And then it's the Phillies this weekend. I guess it depends what pitchers you get for the Phillies. Let's see, Phillies probable starters. (laughs) Because that that can lead to two different series very easily. Uh, The Phillies, probable pitchers. Nola pitches Tuesday, so he should be back for this weekend. Um, Eflin and Wheeler. Okay, so Wheeler pitches the final game against the Braves. So we're probably... Wheeler. Probably going to see Nola and somebody else. So Nolan, whoever pitched yesterday, I don't know. So that was a uh, that was a little bit of a Yankees rant. If you were interested in that, maybe you weren't. Um, I don't know a- anything to add, King Beebs. Well, you got it. Just, just not good. Yeah, like they're, they're not good right now, and and it's. Mostly the same guys you know, and it's just it's just crazy how how not good it feels. The yeah. pitching overall has has done everything just as a collective you you need it to do. Yeah, you know they had better better weeks than others, but they have the second best ERA in the AL. This is this is a team that was built offense first. Yeah, big time. Every, every single year, the concern. And it's always every year. It's a little overstated. I think the Yankees grayed out pretty well as like an overall team ERA. 
most years. Right, it's on a scale. <coughs> yeah. It's, it's, when it's you're like com- when you get to the playoffs, there's not, they haven't had the guy. If, the you're comparing, if, you're, that. if you're comparing the playoff teams, you're expecting the Yankees to be one of the top hitting offenses and yeah. the pitching to be, you know, <coughs> kind of second tier to the elite teams. They're supposed to be the Bronx Bombers. They're supposed to hit. Um, and so they're pitching pretty well this year, but... This but this year it was you you brought back pretty much the same group of of offensive players right and they've really not had the injury bug come for them much compared to the league injuries are up across the league and the Yankees have been bit by that the last two three years very hard and this mm. year not the middle of the pack I would I would assume we're on the the, the top half of the team as far as like better with injuries right. Right. by position players. Hicks, Voight, I mean, yeah. when they played, they weren't doing anything either. You'd like to have Voight, but, you know, every team's going to have one or two injuries. You're going to have one. But, yeah, it's, it, there's there's also some weird stuff. I mean, I'm, I brought up the MLB leaders in, in games played, and, uh, like, you know, Texas looks like they have three guys. They're starting shortstop, first baseman, and second baseman. Kiner Falefa... Nate Lowe and Nick Solak, they start every game. Like, the Yankees don't do that. They don't even think about doing that. No. They don't dream of that. Like, we, you know, there's times when we do our talking baseball stuff coming up in a little bit uh, that it's, it's kind of eye-opening that some of the stuff the Yankees organization does that has not been proven to be successful, uh, straight-up bizarre. Straight up bizarre. So, if that was the the Yankees unboxing you guys were looking for, you got it. The only <laughs> Yankees games played leaders are Aaron Judge, who, hey, he's staying healthy, yeah. but they don't play him in right field every day. And they've moved him around the batting order more than they have the last several years. And DJ LeMay, who he doesn't know what position he's going to play anytime he shows up. <clears throat> so, even then... Yeah, you have a few guys that play just about every day, but it no. ain't working. Um, and how many of those are the days they got off that they get up and shit later or something? Right, right. So even those numbers are kind of fake, but whatever. The Rays are on top of the AL East. Uh, they are one game up on the Red Sox. Uh, the Blue Jays are third, six games back of the Rays. Yankees fourth, six and a half. Back uh, in the Central, the White Sox starting to lean into it. They are four games up on Cleveland. They are six games up on the Royals. Um, and the Twins are tied with the Tigers. That's just insanity. The Oakland A's are a game up on the Astros. I mean, I think those two teams are going to be neck and neck all year. Uh, Houston head-to-head is, has been fairly good against them. O- Oakland's won more games than I think we portray sometimes, uh, at least regular season. Uh, Mariners game above 500 Did you see uh, Kelnick is getting killed I know he's in He's, he's, he's like in 0 for 30 or something 0 yeah, for 39 he, Yeah I think he's in a, like an either 0 for Like 1 for 39 As of like going into this weekend Yeah Angels are 27 and 32 uh, And that's obvious just because they always are The New York Mets man give Give the Mets some love 29 and 23, three and a half games up on the Braves. I saw our Braves people tweeting good stuff about the Braves. I wonder if they got the shock they've been looking for all year. And man, BBD, this is the thing that's kind of disgusting. Like, 
Did the Braves not have the same expectations of the Yankees this year? Pretty much. If not very similar. And they're a game under 500. And they're on a similar timeline. So, like, not that that makes anything acceptable, but there's still a lot of baseball left to be played this year. Phillies are four games back of the Mets. Uh, Fish starting to fade. Nats been fading. Cubs and Brewers are playing really good baseball. How's your NL Central? Uh, Cardinals, I had a Cardinals fan DM me and said them and the Yankees problems are similar. So there's that. Do what you want with that. Um, Cardinals are kind of the team if you're a third-party person. You kind of just, like, assume they're fine. They're solid. For better or worse, you kind of just, like, trust them. And how about this? My San Francisco Giants are 37-22, and two games up on the pods, three games up on the Dodgers. So, yeah, the West still looks a little weird right now. Rockies and D-backs. Oh, I might have killed the D-backs. I love you, D-backs. Kelnick is at least 0 for his last 37. He had a 2 for 5 game on May 25th and hasn't had a hit since. I mean, five walks in that period. I mean, on the season, his numbers aren't great. He's 8 for 83. And he's a rookie, all that. Minor league games weren't going to help him, I don't think. But his OPS plus on the season right now is 10. And that looks very funny. Yeah, you don't see that a lot, huh? Um, yeah, and that's, you know, A, baseball's a sick sport. Nothing is promised. And, I mean, I hate that it makes it make that uh, that bad guy. Was it Mather? Mather. Mather. Yeah. He looks good. Just just paid They're some. Like justified for doing. Just paid some Venmo requests. Not a big deal. NBD. Uh, so that was Yankees. A little MLB around the horn at the end. We're doing talking baseball at noon today. Uh, we'll see you guys there. Excited for that. Uh, let's get you caught up on the NBA. The NBA is getting to a fun point. We did have a game seven. We debated and thought it was probably going to be game of the night. Um, I guess I could peacock if I want. Uh, my clips that were dead in the water uh, that I just randomly <laughs> picked uh, to come out of the West. Uh, basically out of boredom. Had a good feeling. Just just kind of like took a low a low risk check. And they haven't done anything. I mean, they survived the magic. The magic. The Mavericks. Uh, in a seven-game set after losing the first two games, it was a... Uh, as I mentioned, my, my guy Taco Trey Kirby, it was a hobo series. Every, the road team won every game up until game seven. Uh, I didn't watch a ton of this one. I was, I was tracking and getting ready for Yankees. Uh, I know Luka was going off, and I was seeing all the Luka tweets and, and all of that. And then by the time I checked in and I was actually ready to watch this game because I thought we might watch a little bit at the office before the game, uh... You know, going into the fourth quarter, it was 100-85. to And, you know, I don't know what you think about playoff P, but uh, I don't think Kawhi Leonard was going to blow a 15-point fourth quarter lead. Like, I just don't think he has that in his bones. Um, So looking at the box score, and BBD, you watch this, so I'll kick it to you in a second. How about Marcus Morris, 7 of 9 from 3? That's a big game 7. How how's your brand? That's torture. That's pretty good. Uh, the Clippers, credit to them, because this is what they do. Uh, they shot forty six and a half percent from three on forty three attempts. That's tough to beat. 
about 24 of 24 from the free throw line. Hmm. In a game seven, these young Mavs, 11 of 17. You know, those are free points. Those are free points. Um, yeah, you hit. <laughs> the Clippers hit a, a slightly more pedestrian rate of theirs. You hit a better rate of yours and get to the line a little more. I mean, it balances so out this game. That's, you're within five points or so. You make five of your free throws, they miss five of yours. That's a ten-point swing. It's a five-point game going into the fourth quarter. Uh, BBD, you were watching some of this. Any any thoughts? Luca's so good. Yeah. Like, like every time you watch him, he just looks better. Mm. <laughs> it's like... <laughs> like I, I'm like take like I I don't watch that many full games of him, not that I fully locked into that one, but I had it on the whole time. He's just really good. It, it's crazy. I think he had 29 or 30 at half, <sighs> 14 assists. It's disgusting. Yeah, no, it is it is pretty crazy how casual we're. 46, 14, and seven. He's 22. Yeah, you you can chop Luca's numbers up, and you know they're like, some of the stuff he's doing is with all time greats. So he's he's well on his way to ending up in in a in a, in a prestigious spot. Mm. Some Kristaps Porzingis stuff out this morning, saying yeah. he doesn't feel like the co-star, and that's because you're not. It's accurate that you feel that way. Max for fifteen and five. Because I mean, I check with Mavericks fans, but I I think like Tim Hardaway Jr., who the Knicks were trading KP to get rid of his contract. Basically, I think he was probably more beloved in Dallas this year than KP. Yeah, Tim Hardaway Jr. got some buckets for them this year. Big, Uh, big time buckets. One three he got was a big one. Like right out, he came right out of half. I think he was zero for seven from three in the first half. And he comes tough. comes out at halftime, hits the first one, and at the time it was a little bit of a momentum swing for right. them. It, it didn't good. it didn't work. Is that coming from me? Six yes. points from the Mavericks bench. That's tough. Yeah, um, he ends up one for nine. Yeah, I mean Porzingis. Is, I've already seen like four articles and like tweets from like big time people saying like that's Mavericks got to figure that out. Yeah, and they have a Porzingis problem, and which you know that I like. Because, mm. you know, you kind of root against him. Right. Because the Knicks stuff. Man, uh, and a guy who might not deserve a shout-out, Terrence Mann. 26 minutes, 13 points, 5 boards. I've just always liked him. I liked him at Florida State. Um, it's It might be a little preemptive, but I kind of want to put him in that bucket with, like, Dylan Brooks and the other guys I mentioned that are just mm. going to be valuable in playoff series. He can guard. He can yeah. shoot. He can dribble. He can pass. He can... He does everything you need, and it's so shocking in some playoff series how there's players that don't do that, and they just get exposed. Yeah, which guys that come to playoffs are valuable. I guess he's he's kind of on a smaller scale than them, but I guess he's also just the the point in his career he's at. He's a bench guy. Yeah, I mean, he's he's 24 years old. He came out of Florida State, and I I think he did either all four years or three years Mm -hmm. or, or whatever it was, which, again, in the NBA is not sexy anymore. Um, but yeah, twenty six minutes in this game, yeah, five uh, of ten. Like kind of the there's they basically used two bench players. Um, so yeah. there's a shout out. Uh, if, you remember, if you recall, Terrence Mann when the Knicks made the Marcus Morris trade last year, he was there were a few different iterations and like rumors that came out, and he was one of the guys rumored as possibly coming back. 
This is I remember, and he was a guy we were like, "Is him?" And, and I forget, Kevin Galley, is that how you say his name? Yeah, like a couple. And I was like, "Oh, young guy, let's take a chance." And the Knicks didn't get him, and I remember being upset about that at the time. Man, is who I, I believe I said I preferred. Yeah, we were hoping to get a pick yeah. and a player. I think they just got, they got a, pick. a pick, which turned out to eventually become quickly. It's all good. Yeah, good trade. It works. Yeah. Um, but there's. Terrence Mann memory I have I mean the other game from yesterday The Atlanta Hawks They beat the Sixers And beat starts Which gets people excited Because he's banged up um, And the Hawks are missing DeAndre Hunter Hawks opened this up big I mean they had a big lead The Sixers came back And tightened it up um, I mean Trey Young dude 35 points 10 assists He keeps doing it Bogdan with 21 points John Collins with 21 Kevin Herter. I love I love turtles. Dude, this is my first time looking at the box score. I did not know Embiid went for 39. Dude, Embiid hurt going for 39 points, and you still lose this game to Atlanta at home? Jesus, Sixers. Hey. Ben Simmons, three of ten from the line. I mean that's insane. Feels like one point too. You lose <laughs> the by rest f- of that game. But the rest of that box score looks good. <laughs> you Three lose, of ten. You lose by four points. Um, yeah, I mean that's uh, Sixers. Got to be careful. You could be going to kind of a dark mental place with that one. Um, Let's see, Brooklyn Hawks hold them under thirty points each of the first three quarters, and they have the big comeback, but. Brooklyn uh, beat Milwaukee on Saturday, 115-107. to 107. Um, That series is going hard and is hurt. Is he really hurt? Do we know? I think he's out for game two, they've already said. Okay, so that's, that's something to that's watch. Real. I think he got hurt like pretty early in the game. Right. They ruled him out quick. Yeah, so that's, uh, that's definitely a storyline to watch going forward. Hey, if you're an NBA truther or a sports truther or things are rigged, then you're going to have to explain the Lakers' sons to me. Um, the Suns knock out the Lakers. Chris Paul, that's going to be, might be like the biggest notch on his NBA belt as of now. Uh, it's, like his, it's his biggest postseason accomplishment. The Lakers were massive favorites. I think we did it coming into this series. I think the Lakers were minus 300 or minus 400. I mean, that's nuts. As a seven seed That's what Vegas thought um, And you know Anthony Davis is nicked up Blah 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 yeah. LeBron like Obviously he wasn't 100% He was banged up all year Right And he's not He's not LeBron James anymore I think that's like Kind of fair to say I think this was Because I mean They won it all last year And yeah. bubble and all that This was the first moment Where it was like Le- because they won, and Anthony Davis is really good, and you know, mm. on certain nights he's the better player. But I think last year LeBron was still he's kind still, of the guy. Like he's still the guy. I think he's still even if AD went off, it felt connected to LeBron. Mm. LeBron like empowered this, and man, the Lakers were up two to one in this series, and then the Suns win the final three games. I mean, shout out Cliff Paul, shout out Devin Booker, who's gotten crapped on for years. 47 um, points, game six. For, you know, for him not playing in games that matter, uh, good for him, man. And then uh, uh, also my Nuggets uh, knocked out the Trailblazers. 
uh, you know, Dame to the Knicks. Just manifest that. Could be cool. Um, yeah, after they lost the first game, they win four out of five. Uh, Nikola, Nikola, he's incredible. His playoff numbers are crazy. He's incredible. Like, he's a, like beyond star. this year, like just his, but he has like a good statistical playoff stuff, and he's won some series. And he should be a bigger star, man. Like he's got a a hilarious personality. His game is pretty to watch. Um, like he should be a bigger star, and maybe this is the year. The West is wide open, man. Especially with like LeBron's out. And that's like you kind of blind trust that if he's alive. Yeah. I mean, think so. It's it's Suns, Suns, Nuggets. So, I mean, that's either going to be huge for like Chris Paul and those other Suns I just talked about, Devin Booker, Aiden, um, or Denver is going to go to the finals without Jamal Murray. That sucks, man. They would be if like the there, favorite, especially with LA out now. Like, God, that sucks. I I hope they don't look back at that and say like, a, like if Denver loses a game seven, mm. that's going to be pretty crushing. Um, and then Utah, the Jazz are playing the Clippers, who again I fake celebrated for, and we're just going to find out about some guys. You know, the Jazz and Donovan Mitchell, they were the the one, right? Yeah. Yeah. They're playing the four seed clips And you know The Don He was so good He got BBD's pro of the night The other night uh, You know Kawhi and Paul George Kawhi like, might, Let's see it Kawhi Might be the best player Left in the West Right Like I, mean, there's a, I think there's a guy on Maybe not the Suns But a guy on each of the other teams That have an argument yeah, no, it's a, it's a It's like a fun hodgepodge Yeah Like it feels like a video game hodgepodge yeah, it's a good Like if you good. the West right now feels like if you did an NBA fantasy draft. <laughs> and like you see where the teams sit. And it's like, okay, Donovan Mitchell, Gobert, Ingles, uh yeah, Boyan, okay, sure, that's a fun team and it's okay. Clippers, Paul George, Kawhi, yeah. yeah Marcus Mark Morris, Kawhi, you figure let's out go the rest and Terrence Mann show. Okay, Chris Paul's in Phoenix. Cool. That doesn't seem real. <laughs> uh Devin Booker. Yeah, the West is fun, and then Joker uh, and the Nuggets. So, West is really fun. Interested to see how this Milwaukee-Brooklyn series plays out. Um, And then these 76ers versus the Hawks. I mean, if the Hawks reach the Eastern Conference Finals, that's something. Um, They are good enough. Yeah, yeah. That's the NBA. Anything else, Biebs? Yeah, I mean, it's a, the West really is, is wide wide open. You can make you can really talk me into any of these teams left like winning the West. Like I know besides this besides the Nuggets, I guess just because they don't have Murray. But even then, it sounds obnoxious. But if I if you throw out the regular season standings, like, and this is why I jokingly not jokingly picked the Clippers was that like. Kawhi and Paul George, like, but at the same time they just lost three home games right. and right. went to went to a game seven. Yeah, they could not be here so easily. I don't know. Interested to see. I think NBA playoffs are. It's at a fun spot. It's at a turn it's it on cool. every night, and you're going to find something good. Something that and like 
you know, those first round, if you find the bad Grizzlies game, it's like, all right, I'm, yeah. I'm going to go to bed. Yeah, you can talk yourself into the rest. I guess especially, for better or worse, especially with Harden out. Yeah, I'm I'm a Harden guy. Yeah, I, I, I like, he's. I mean, he's been like the best player in the NBA this year. Yeah. Not going to win MVP, but. We're also just an NBA topic that occurred to me that maybe we can do at some point, not this second, but like, I don't know, is this like, I don't know if people are still doing like top 10 lists, like top 10 player mm. stuff, or if I've just tuned those out in the last couple of years, but I feel like now more than ever, there's so much variation people could have. Yeah. Like kind of kind of more than my like formative basketball. It feels like it's, almost an impossibility. Like how yeah. do you compare? <laughs> you like really can't How do you compare wrong. Joker and Luca? How do you compare yeah. Kawhi and Joker? The Don. Where do you think LeBron is now? Yeah, like, was he was he just hurt or is he old now? Because he played eighteen years in the NBA. God, both. That's love. Wow. Um, I think that's NBA for now. We got to start tightening it up. I got to start getting in the talking yeah. baseball sheet a little bit. Uh, little golf, Jakey golf. Um. John Rahm uh, really sucked. He was leading the golf tournament this weekend, the Memorial, I believe, and uh, he had to uh, he had to withdraw going into the final round uh, because of COVID tracing stuff. Mm. Um, so that sucks. I mean, I know. I don't know. People probably want to spin that like that's a take or something, but it just sucks. <laughs> it just sucks. So shout out to that. Uh, Merriweather fought Logan Paul. Logan Paul. Logan Paul. Eight rounds. Nobody got knocked out. I guess. I don't know. That's it's Mayweather won, right? <laughs> like technically. I guess so. Like I think it's like it kind of was like best case for for all parties. If that if that is what happened, I still didn't like fully. See a result Yeah I don't know how to I just heard they went eight rounds Yeah I know Yeah I know he Logan lived Yeah So good for him Uh, Guys let's keep it moving Uh, Start tidying up the show With the comment of the day Bakers I ask you guys To bake the algorithm Leave a comment Leave a review Let's talk sports Let's talk bugs Like whatever's on your mind I'll go to the podcast app and see if there's one now. Our last episode we had Wef passing on. That was fun. We talked some Yankees and what are they going to do? We don't know. Thank um, God worse since then. I liked, uh, I mean, this one's just silly. Will Stein said, I got to know, does Ploof sing the theme song and can it be uploaded to YouTube or Spotify, please? Anyways, Jake rocks. Um, I mean, I guess we should do that. And yes, it is Trevor Ploof. <laughs> <laughs> Slash Nick Bubak. But it's Trevor Plouffe. It is Trevor Plouffe. Uh, there are some NFT comments. I forgot about my NFT kick. Um, Fresh Juice said, uh, MLB reaching out to young people by offering extremely expensive NFT art piece uh, baseball players from the 30s. <laughs> Instead, players who commit errors should be Nickelodeon slimed. Now we're talking. MLB Nickelodeon game, sign me up for that. Uh, so if you guys, if you have a sports topic, comment, review, leave it in the chat. Leave it in the comments. YouTube, Facebook, hit the like button. It all helps. I appreciate you guys. I love you guys. 
Uh, we're up to 2.41 subs. 2.5 soon. 2.5 soon. 5, 10, billion. Oops. Jumped to a billion. BBD, let's finish it off with Bro of the Night. Bro of the Night goes to, uh, you know, standout performer. Someone who deserves to be talked about. Um, I'm not going to say this is a cop-out. Um, but it stood out for me, and I'm I'm not going to fully defend the guy's playoff resume. Um, I'm going to give it to Paul George. Um, Paul George, you know, not the craziest game. 5 of 15, 2 of 8 from 3. 10 of 10 from the free throw line. Again, this is a game 7. This is a game 7. This is a guy who's gotten mocked for his playoff performances. And by the way, 10 assists from Paul George. 22, 10, 6. Three steals. Um, you know, people don't think of Paula George as a 22 and 10 assist game seven series guy. Uh, so good for him, man. Again, not, not a crazy special game. I mean, Marcus Morris probably deserves it. Seven of nine from three. It's like not even the story of, of the game. But man, 10 helpers. It's a big game. I mean,. Clippers lost this. I think we're breaking up Paul George and Kawhi. Yeah. And <laughs> there's parts of me that was happy with either of these teams. Right. Losing. There's going to be a little chaos. A little cash to spend. There's going to be a little chaos either way. Um, so, yeah. How about it? Playoff P gets one. What do you got, Beavers? Jake, I'm giving out a bruh. Ooh, we haven't brought in a while. Yeah. I'm giving my bruh of the night to Chris Middleton. Okay. Game one. I mean, the. That's the Nets only win by eight points. I, mean, I think it was a late surge at at the end by the Bucks. Chris Middleton shoots six for twenty three in this game. Mm. It's like, dude, you're you can't do that. Yeah, like you're he's such an important part of this playoff piece of everything. Like you're you being able to like hit the shots you take is like the whole thing, right? Like you will, you will be allowed to shoot all series. Yeah, and if you miss, like they kind of like, obviously, they, like Giannis carries the team, but they kind of go as far him, as yeah. Middleton goes. They need him. They need him to have good games because they don't have like the go to scorer. They Giannis need isn't him taking a pull up jumper. So, okay, brought him. Turn around, bro. Rooting for you guys. I mean, I I already declared myself not believing in them, but I guess whoever wins this series probably wins the, the East. So, mm. I like these guys. I like these guys. We can we'll spin it like slump watch, bro. Bro, the night should be a motivating thing. Yeah. Don't get it again. Don't get it again. Had um, some bros to bros, maybe. Let's uh. Oh wow. Big update for Jimmy. Going to have to break that to him in a minute. Yeah, I saw that. Um, All right, guys. We got Talking Baseball coming up at noon. We'll see you guys there. Uh, Pinstripe Strong, if you're looking for more Yankees tears to drink. Uh, John Boy Jake TV. Actually, we might not have a new one today. I don't know. There might have been. I don't know. Go watch an old one. Go watch. Watch We did did a playing and watching slash playing. Uh, We played. Go check that out. Talking Yanks. Yep. Talking baseball coming up. Talking Giants. Chris Rose rotation. New episode. If you never listen to the Castellanos, go listen to that. Go listen to today's. Uh, Talking Nets is rolling. 
Thank you, guys. It's good talking some sports with you. Enjoy the sports week. Watch some NBA playoffs tonight. Watch some watch some baseball. We love you guys. Bake the algorithm. Kiss me. I love you. Jake sucks.